Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Welcome to You Are Okay with Blog Talk Radio. This is Mara, and we're waiting for uh, Brian to call in. I know he will shortly because he and I spoke before the show. If he doesn't call in, we may listen to a long piece of music, and I will go and try and call him on my cell phone and find out, make sure that all is well. But I did just speak to him a few moments ago, and I'm pretty comfortable that he is. And he will be calling in. Something must have come up that's uh, made it not possible for him to call right now. I hope that all is well with each of you today as we begin a lovely, lovely day of love. This morning I took some time and literally um, allowed myself to uh, spend some quality time with God. And I wonder how often it is in life that we don't do that, uh, frankly. I, I think that we get ourselves caught up in the hustle and bustle of life, and uh, we don't give ourselves time to have real time, alone time. I can't really count the time on Fridays when I'm talking to everybody, because that's what I'm doing, talking. So while we're meditating, uh, I do uh, feel the... Uh, other members out there and I do meditate a bit but I do not have the benefit of having uh, I guess quiet time with God where my mind just settles in and embraces him and there is my friend Brian and I'm going to put him on the air now good morning Brian how are you today I'm wonderful how are you Mara I am doing well. I'm so pleased to have you here. And you know, I wanted to tell you that I would be honored if on your, uh, before Brian called, he let me know that he had been invited to participate in a beautiful circle, a golden circle of people who are talking on the internet about love and about God. Uh, and uh, Brian, I would be honored to have you mention that you co-host this show also because certainly you are a vital part of it now and I appreciate your contributions. I missed you already this morning. Yeah, um, I, uh, I guess I got a little bit <laughs> lost track of time. Um, Not to worry, it happens to all of us. Yeah. <laughs> so did I. I was rushing through my house looking for, uh, you know, trying to put together a cup of coffee. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, <laughs> I'm flying up the stairs and down the stairs. And, you know, I've kind of practiced this thing in life where I say, okay, God, just stop time for a moment so I can be there. And so I sat down just as it said one minute before. So not to worry. I understand losing track. So tell everyone about what you did yesterday and about this lovely invitation. Well, I've uh, come in contact with some people um, who also have internet uh, radio shows here on Blog Talk Radio, and I joined their website, and the website is The Goldwing, and you can find the website at www.goldwing.webpaint.com, and it is a website of people who are waking up to their true selves, to the love that is in, inherent in everything, and they are spreading that word through everything they do, through all sorts of media, whether it be through YouTube videos or blog talk radio shows or just chat sessions that you can partake in on this website. And they've decided to, one of the media outlets they want to do is to have their own 24-hour media network where they're just spreading the truth of love and peace and gratitude um, on a 24-hour basis. So they're looking for um, radio hosts to host their own show so they can have a 24-hour, around-the-clock broadcast of different radio shows. And so I've been invited to um, join in with that and um, add my two cents on, on uh, if you will, on what love is. And I'm so honored to be a part of that. And they contacted me yesterday and asked for a promo for my show to be promoted on their website. And I had never done a promo or or looked into, really felt like doing one. 
And I got so inspired from this invitation that I just, actually this morning at 5 in the morning, and I never wake up that early, um, I just woke <laughs> up. I just woke up and the inspiration to, it just popped in my head on what to say, and I just turned on the computer and typed it out and then uh, went on to an uh, audio recording device and started recording my voice and uh, how I wanted it all to come out, and it turned out perfectly, and I'm, I'm just uh, so grateful and so appreciative of everything that's coming on in my life, as well as being a part of your radio show and, of course, having my own radio show. It's just, it's just a blessing. Yes, and, and now, um, just because, I, I, folks, I want you to understand the breadth of what Brian is doing. And, and, and perhaps I, I should start with the idea that, that Brian listened to my show um, on, I don't know, sometime in this, yeah, months ago, sometime in the spring, when I still lived in Sacramento. And uh, he graciously uh, let call me, left me a message. Uh, we invited Bob and I to be on his program. And so you all know, well, I'm still part of the picture. He's off in Ethiopia right now. He's got a lot of things going on in his life, in his life as he is deciding exactly how he's going to deliver the vital message that's a part of him. And that's a decision, my friends, only each and every one of us can do. We have to allow each soul to walk their own path. As I was saying to you before I brought Brian in, I had this moment of just quality, quality meditative time with love this morning with God, uh, known by many names, Allah, Yahweh, the, the Great Spirit, the be-all and end-all, the Master of the Universe, the Divine Mother, whatever name you call, the end of the journey for you and the guiding force for you. But in any event, as I was doing that, it impressed one of the things that came to me this morning was that we need to remember it's one person at a time. It, it's so much easier to have love start when you only have to fill in your square, when you can let go of other people filling in theirs. But in any event, um, Brian came in contact with me, and at that point he asked um, Bob and I to do his program, which uh, was called Nara Narayana. And for those of you who do not know, that's a human being uh, that is awakening to divinity, to their own divinity, which is what I believe we're going to be talking about today, all of us waking to our own divinity. And um, now the program is called Radiate Love Without Expectation. But Brian and I uh, just began talking and, and have become friends. He's a very young man. But what I respect about him was during those times when I was still in Sacramento, he was telling me what his goals were. And maybe just because of the nature of my profession, I was just mentally putting them in my head. And he had expectations to happen by November and expectations to happen by January. And he has manifested all of those in terms of his participation in helping people to remember they are loved and they are enough. And that's why the title of his show now, Radiate Love Without Expectation, is so reflective of Brian. And... For all of you who do not remember, on November 17th, that's tomorrow. Unfortunately, I won't be able to listen. I'll be in court, but that's tomorrow. Brian is going to have Neil Donald Walsh on his show, Radiate Love Without Expectation. Now, as I counted, Brian, uh, because you're talking about them having 24 hours a day of people listening, not even counting this hour that you participate in, you have three hours on Saturday, and at least another hour sometime, some other time during the week, either Mondays or Wednesdays. Why don't you fill us in? How much time are you personally giving to spreading the word? Um, well, I do it all, every moment of my life, really. Um, just in, on, the in radio, the love. on the radio. Okay, on yes, the I was going to get to that. <laughs> but oh, I just want to throw that in that it's, it's not something that you just, every now and then, it really is something that becomes a part of you. And it's radiating from you, from you always, but sharing it on a more global Except when scale. You don't, and then you step back, right? <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> so anyway, go ahead. And, uh, <laughs> and so on the radio, I've got my show on Mondays uh, from 1 to 2 p.m. now. Except for I'll be having Neil Donald Walsh from 3 to 4 p.m. And sometimes I may, I 
switch the hours around on Monday to fit the schedule of my guests. And then I personally on Saturdays do my show from 3 to 5 p.m. And these are all Pacific time. And then, of okay. course, I co-host with you um, yes. uh, today on, on Sundays at 9. And then I, well, I've been invited on Monday, actually, uh, on Monday morning at 9 a.m. to be interviewed on someone else's radio show this uh, tomorrow. And then on Wednesday as well, I've been invited to uh, be interviewed on another show. And that will be from wow. 5 to 6 p.m. Well, I count that up, folks. And this week, Brian's got five of the 24 hours a day covered. That's wonderful, Brian. Good for you. I, I'm really, um, really, really proud to be associated with you. But I, I I'm proud of, of your delivering the message uh, and recognizing that that's your soul's path. I think that 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 is a big deal. Um, I know this morning uh, when I was meditating, I. Um, Remember, friends, that you can meditate for for five seconds, and there may be times when you're able to meditate for five hours. And some of us are just kind of in a constant kind of meditative uh, state, which by that I mean you just you always feel like you've got at least your little finger on the other side connected with love. But to to me, to have real quality, quiet time is something is a luxury I hadn't been affording myself. And this morning I did, and I will tell you that I can see a change on the horizon. And it is coming from bright young souls like uh, Brian and the other people I'm sure who are in this circle. Uh, I don't don't have the option of listening to a lot of um, blog talk radio. And as a consequence, I I feel like I'm not a good member of the community because I'm not giving the support that I would like to give to people within it. Uh, On the other hand, I am inordinately honored by the number of people who come to this site and ask and mark it as their favorite, just as Brian did all those years ago, months ago, excuse me. And um, because I, I think that respect is is a two-way street the way Brian is doing it inviting people to talk on the show and uh, I wish that I had more time to get out and even decide who I might like to have come to the show because certainly we do want the input of our listeners and the number is 646-595-3584 for those out there today who would like to participate in this topic of um the time of the Antichrist or anti-love is ending. Um, but I don't get to. So I I am just, just in awe of a young person like Brian who is dedicating his life uh, to this endeavor. I, I'm so respectful because I know you travel, right? I do. I do for my regular okay. job. I do travel. and um, it's, But I am making a transition. Well, I'm, I'm uh, I guess you could say lucky enough, but I know I created it uh, before I was aware of it, but I'm lucky enough to have a job where I'm basically self-employed and I can make my own hours. And so that helps me to um, kind of move things around more smoothly to fit things in as they come up, which to me is what life is, is what a wonderful life is, if you will. This is from my view, is to where we are able to have the, to be afforded the luxury to move about as we please on what is calling to us on that day. Like, for instance, I woke up at 5 this morning just out of the um, push to do so, if you will. And that's something that I personally am doing in my own life is following that little tug that comes from my heart all the time, whenever it shows up. And it's like, just like I, like I mentioned, I put this, promo together and it almost felt like it just put itself together and I was just following along and all the steps were just told to me and I just did them. It's really, can't, life can be that easy to where it just flows through you if you just allow it to be and so that's what I'm doing in my life and so I can see that I chose this all so I could have that experience and 
I can tell you, and I thank you so much for the kind words you say on, on um, you know, praising what I do and everything, but I can tell you that I'm doing this for me, and I don't mean to be selfish when I say that. I mean that I feel totally alive when I do this, and it's the w- most wonderful feeling that I have ever felt. And so if I didn't follow these things now, I would feel incomplete. And so I'm doing it so I can feel complete within myself. And that's the beauty of this. When we, when we connect with our true selves inside of ourselves and find, if you will, what our path is, what our purpose is in life, from there we just want to, we want to be there always. We don't want to be anywhere else. And so when we're doing that, it's, it's almost like you're not even working. You're just doing your thing. You're, you're being you. And it, being you is the easiest thing that you'll ever do. I can tell you that from my experience. I agree 100%. The being you and believing in you. I think that for many people, the block to their stepping out and being themselves is a fear of judgment by others and also self-judgment and self-doubt. And and being afraid, well, gee, I'm going to, I may be a little bit out of the box here. And what will other people think? How often do we judge what we do in a given day by what will other people think? And and I think that there are some times when that's an appropriate inquiry. I really do. I think that there are times when we we need to ask ourselves, well, will this this may serve me, but will it serve me in the end? It may serve me now, but will it serve me forever? And I think the thing is that serving love, my friends, showing love will serve you forever. It it will always serve you. It really will. And it, it will help you feel whether, as I said, you have five seconds or you have 45 minutes like I had this morning or you have five hours like I used to have a long time ago uh, to spend just being one with love. From that, you will come out more true to your nature, more respecting of yourself, and you will be in a better position to lead with love. And remember, I use the word love for God. So each and every one of us has a divine mission to see more in others than they are showing us and to lead with love. I have a beautiful uh, Muslim quote from Rabia the mystic that I wanted to share today. In the valley, on the mountain, I beheld only God. In hardship, I saw him by my side. Take a deep breath on that one. In hardship, I saw him by my side. In ease and well-being, I beheld only God. Like a candle, I melted in his flame. Amidst the sparks of the flames, I beheld only God. And my friends, I'm here to tell you, Brian is telling people countless hours of every day that God is with you always, right by your side. In hardship, I saw him by my side. And all you may do, me do, is invite God in. You are never alone. You are always all one. And it is so much easier to believe you are valuable, that you are okay when you can believe that God walks beside you and is always a part of you. Sometimes, my friends, we may not be loving. That's why I was teasing Brian a little bit earlier. Uh, you know, sometimes we may not be our highest self. And in those times, we are the teacher's For others, 
teaching doesn't just come from giving words about what somebody should do, but by providing opportunities so that people can show their highest selves. And in those moments when they show their highest self, we are the students. And there's other times when we're the teachers and others are the students. But together we meld a unity of love that is going to take over this planet. I saw it this morning and I know this is true. You know, you bring up a wonderful point. Yes. I'm sorry. Okay. You bring up a really wonderful point. (laughs) On um, (laughs) how you're saying that, um, you know, you you might not always be in love. And at that point, you could be the teacher or you could be the student in either case. And what I've realized inside myself is that being a leader, if you will, like for me, for both of us actually, getting on the radio here and, and, and sharing our truth, and in that, in that um, action, in that behavior, we are in a sense being leaders because we're getting out there and, and speaking out. And I've, I've realized that doing that, one thing that used to keep me away from that was, like you talked about, the fear of judgment. What are people going to think? What are people going to say? And, of course, self-judgment within myself. And then I realized that it's not, getting up here and talking like this is not about always being right, always doing the perfect thing. It's about when you don't do the perfect thing, you realize it and change and get back up on the horse, if you will, and continue riding. You don't let yourself fall and stumble and and stay down. You always get back up. And so you're always perfecting yourself, if you will. You're always correcting yourself. And that's all that it takes. That's the only courage you need to be your true self, is to never give up, to keep That's going. Right. That's right. You know, I, I, in fact, this morning, if you'll recall, uh, one of the conversation with God cards, I love Neil Donald Walsh's conversation with card, God cards because I'm a kid that grew up in the world, um, the uh, Bible Belt, where people would open the Bible literally and point their finger to a passage for direction on where they should go that day. And I grew up as a Methodist, and I don't know if many of you know about being a Methodist, but being a Methodist for John Wesley, John Wesley wrote about what he was doing in every minute of every day so that he could attend to every minute. He was methodical in his love and adoration of God and his recognition that each one of us individually are responsible for our given moment. I I believe Methodism, and I don't want to... I think it's the Buddhism of the Christian faith. It's no wonder that it was that God brought me to that religion, because I don't believe there are coincidences in the world. Because I focus on every minute, and, and what am I doing? And knowing that if I wrote down something bad for the moment before, I can correct that. So I may be providing somebody an opportunity to show me love, or alternatively, I may be showing someone love, but in all instances, I'm doing, you know, something about love. We all are. Every minute, my friends, we are doing something about love. It's either fear or love. We are either spreading fear or we are spreading love, each and every single part of us. And this is in keeping with what Brian just said. You cannot experience yourself as what you are until you've encountered what you are not. And that was Neil Donald Walsh's message from the conversation with God. You cannot experience yourself as what you are until you've encountered what you are not. So, I mean, there's such hope and opportunity and and joy and excitement and openness remaining when you've done something that isn't in love. Because now you know that's not you. And in our society, for whatever reason, we trap people in their mistakes. We talk forgiveness, 
but we don't give it. We hold people and judge them by by the errors they have made, and we don't look at the scale of life. And many people get so trapped in the choices they made that didn't serve them that they give up believing they can make choices other than choices that don't serve them. You cannot experience yourself as what you are until you've encountered what you are not. I think you make uh, wonderful points. Absolutely, so many points along there of what you just said. But the one I want to focus on for the moment is what you just said there at the end about how we trap our fellow man in saying who they are by one action that they participate in. And we don't let that go in them. And it's like, actually, I had a phone call. I had a caller on my show the other day, just yesterday. And um, the gist of one thing she was saying was that, um, uh, basically, basically like what you were saying, is that someone partakes in one action, and we hold that to them so strongly that it's like that person now feels like they can't go anywhere else. That is now who they are. Everyone around them is calling them that, is expecting that from them, and so they just kind of follow along and be that always. We never give them the opportunity through forgiveness to allow them to drop it as well as us and to allow them to choose again. And that's, I think, the greatest part of love is to allow people their transgressions and allow them to make it correct and allow them to find their their true self, just like you're saying with Bob, not only allowing him to be off doing what he wishes to do, but actually praising him and thanking that he's doing that because he himself is finding himself. And like I talked about earlier, is that, and like you even mentioned, when someone finds himself or herself, and becomes that and lives that, that is the greatest gift that we that one person can do in this world, is to yeah. be just that. And it can only happen one person at a time. And with loving and accepting and allowing, that can happen for all mankind. Absolutely. That's beautifully said, Brian. Beautifully said. And, uh, you know, um, when, to me, the forgiveness component... I guess it's no accident that that's such, in some ways, that's a big part about what we're talking about here today. Uh, and um, I, I think that many of you, or some of you who listen to uh, the Friday radio programs uh, uh, where we meditate together, and we meditate to uniquely created, divinely inspired you, a book that I scribed for love. And if you want a copy, you can send me an email. But that's not what this is about right now. It's about forgiveness. And as I was, but in that Friday program, we guide our meditation by looking at the purposes of the chakras. Now, I know you can go out and find a million different definitions about what each chakra is for, but the ones that I know to be true are the base chakras where we hold our fear and uh, we can block love by by what we hold in our base chakra. You know, we come up next to the... uh, uh, Sacral chakra, and I'm, I'm say, I just said that wrong, and I, I, damn, that makes me angry. I always screw up the chakras because I've now got them committed to my mind, but I have to say it correct here, and so I'm going to. We come next, yeah, I was right. The next one is the sacral chakra. It's a zone of creativity. It's kind of an orange color. And what I do is I meditate and go through all of the chakras. You know, the solar plexus chakra is healing. The next one is loving in the heart. The next is the throat where we can, we carry our words that we've spoken. And we can say words of love or we can say words that are not loving. And in our world as we have evolved as a species. We have become far more word damaging than we are action damaging. 
I mean, we can look at the wars around us, and they're like a handful. It used to be that man warred, and man and woman warred, and with each other, and so it was very action oriented. Now it's in our words, and and so the zone of forgiveness is in this zone of the throat chakra. Then you come up to the manifestation of the the brow, the third eye, and finally the crown chakra, where you. You will invite divinely inspired, infused energy into your breath. This morning as I was going through that process, when I, I went through each zone because I, I just felt like I needed to be purified. Do you ever feel like that? You know, just needed to be purified. And I came to the throat chakra and I felt as though my throat was just completely blocked and I as I did and I've told you all I I have guides that I feel I knew that today we needed to talk about forgiveness because forgiveness is the kernel of opening ourselves to love we need to forgive if you cannot forgive then you deny yourself a full awakening and you label the other person in such a way that when you're teaching them about love inherent in your instruction is judgment and my friends, I'm going to invite you. Our topic today is obviously the time of the Antichrist or anti-love is ending. If you take the word love for any divine being, and many people who are out there right now are celebrating the birth of Christ, they are Christians. If we call and he said, I am the way, I am the light, my friends, his message was love. So the Antichrist that's talked about in Revelations that frightens so many people, that is so full of judgment, there, there are, some are going to rise up and some will not. In Revelations, anti-love, that time is ending. And it ends by each and every one of us filling up our throat with love forgiving ourselves the words we've said, forgiving the actions we've provoked by our words, forgiving ourselves and forgiving those who responded back or that we responded to. It doesn't matter who shot the first bullet in a standoff. The bullet was shot. And we're opening up forgiving. And this morning I felt that as a crucial, crucial part of love exploding around this planet is our forgiving past mistakes. Recognizing we have a log in our own eye. With that, Brian, uh, we have, uh, you and I, I think a little bit today, have chit-chatted to the point where probably it would be a good idea for us to do one of your wonderful centering exercises. Actually, what what just came to mind right now for me was two things. Yes. One, I just want to read um, a quote here from A Course in Miracles that talks very much along the lines of what you just said. And then right after I uh, finished saying that, I thought we might mix it up today. I'm getting a, I'm getting the sensation that actually you should leave the meditation today. I would be honored to. Thank you. Thank Wonderful. You. So let me go ahead and and read this. And right after I'm done, feel free to go. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. And like Mara said there, uh, she was talking about how forgiveness is a wonderful healing um, balm, if you will. It's the medicine that would heal the world. And one thing that I've realized about forgiveness within myself, uh, forgiving myself and others as well, is it, it cleans the slate. It makes a brand new slate and allows that person to recreate that person in that moment. And if we release what we believe them to be from past moments, they're then allowed to be free to do so. And that's why forgiveness is very strong and very important. And now these quotes are 
every loving thought is true. Everything else is an appeal for healing and help, regardless of the form it takes. Can anyone be justified in responding with anger to a brother's plea for help? No response can be appropriate except the willingness to love him. For this, and only this, is what he is asking for. Learn this, and learn it well. You never hate your brother for his sins, but only for your own. When a situation has been dedicated wholly to truth, peace is inevitable. I am in need of nothing but the truth. I see that I need only truth. And in that, all needs are satisfied. All cravings end. All hopes are finally fulfilled. And dreams are gone. Now I have everything that I could need. Now I have everything that I could want. And now at last, I find myself at peace. Namaste, Brian. That's beautiful. Thank you. Let us, you're welcome. Let us all sit in a position or get into a position where you feel comfortable and alert. Um, I think that that can be different for anyone. But being alert to me means being open and awake. And as we're beginning this process, getting yourself into a comfortable place, let me share with you that it doesn't matter that you have thoughts while you're meditating. You should send those thoughts away as though you are pushing away a little mosquito that's trying to interrupt you. Gently, gently pushing it away, not slamming it down. And you're going to put them off on the side. And you're going to say, and love, guide me with those thoughts too. Let those thoughts be resolved by my meditation. And bring your mind back to your core, to your center. And what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be lighting up your spine. Which is the antenna that you have to love. It ends at the top with the crown chakra. And as you take your breaths, as we go through the breathing process, I want you to open up your crown chakra and feel the electric energy current of love infusing your breath and reminding you you are not doing this alone. As you bring back down into your body, down the back of your spine, and release into the universe, into the earth from which it came, the negativity that is carrying you away from love. Our theme as we're going to be meditating today is to remind ourselves that all attack is fear and all attack is a cry for help. And that each and every one of us have an opportunity to respond in a way that is not fear-driven, but love-driven. With that as our theme, and with us blowing out our air, remembering that each and every one of us is enough. And so as you blow out your divinely inspired air, I want you to think, and for some of you, if you need to, say out loud, I am enough. We are entering a new age, my friends. An age where individuals acting in love can change the torrent. It took a long time to get to this place. And it's going to get, take a long time to teach people to love. But we can do it one person at a time. Pulling in your first breath. Think of it as a cleansing breath. Pull in from the soles of your feet as though your nose is there because you want a long breath. You're going to pull that energy up, that air, that prana, 
that cleansing, cleansing energy. Feel your legs begin to feel the pulse of your breath coming up the front of your calves, coming up the top of your thighs and merging at the base chakra as you begin to pull the air, pull fear-free, fearless energy, my friends. Pull it up, up, and now unite it with the orange color, the beautiful orange color of creativity. Open creativity in yourself. Know that you can make a difference, and it's okay to look outside the box. It's okay to let go of judgment okay to reach out in love. Pull that fear-free, that fearless energy, that creative energy up now, and you're going to come into the realm of your gut. Keep your spine straight. Feel the power of healing energy coursing through your body, healing you from every mistake that you believe you've ever done. Letting go of the need to judge yourself and to care about other people's judgments. And instead knowing, healing yourself and knowing that when you finish this meditation, you will step out a cleansed person, a new person. And that that is true every time you meditate. Keep pulling that breath up. Now we've got fearless, creative, healing breath. Pull it up now, my friends, and explode your heart. Feel your heart just growing with all of the wonder of this beautiful, pure, cleansing energy. No fear, just love. Breathe. Breathe, keep breathing through your nose and pulling in and expanding your heart in love. And now take your fearless, creative, healing, loving breath and pull it up, my friends, to your throat chakra. Forgive yourself for the words that you've said in the past that were not love. And release yourself from the bondage of those words, the judgment. And now, refreshed and cleansed, pull your fearless, creative, healing, loving, forgiving energy up, my friends, and bring it to your crown chakra and manifest. See the loving you approaching others, choosing love. And when you don't, because as humans, we don't always, forgive yourself and see yourself saying, that's right, and moving back on course, a new person infused with love. And now pull that fearless, creative, healing, loving, forgiveness giving, manifesting energy up and open your crown chakra, the cap of your antenna. Open it up and open yourself up and see your energy exploding through a system of piper tubing. As God's love, as love's love for you, for your value, for your contributions, infuses your breath and now my friends blow that breath out and as you do say i am enough take all of the negativity pull the energy from love and blow the negativity that you are holding in your body out blow it out through your mouth and back into the earth from whence it came Now let's take another breath, pulling positive energy in through up the front of your calves. Feel it now. Feel the electric touch of love in your life, in your body. Love's energy is now a part of your bloodstream. 
feel your blood vessels exploding and popping with love. Pull that breath up the front of your calves, joining at the base chakra. Now drive fearless, creative, healing, loving, forgiving, manifesting. All divinely inspired energy into your air and blow it out. I am enough. Let's do another breath, pulling it in. Feel your spine igniting like a giant electrical antenna. Feel the wonder of God's energy infused into your breath. Now you are pulling that divinely inspired breath through your body. You've hit your base chakra. And this time your base chakra is alive. It's excited to know we are forgiven, my friends. There is nothing we have done that is unforgivable. So we are fear-free, fearless. We are creative. We are healers, healing ourselves and others. We are lovers, looking first to love. And when we fail, forgiving. We are manifesting beings. We are believing that individually we can make a difference. That we are part of a revolution of love. That we can help change the way people think. That we can end the time of the Antichrist, of anti-love. And we Brian and I and all of the other messengers are here to remind you. You can manifest your dreams and they will come true. You are enough. Now pull that final breath up. Let your crown chakra open. Let the breath go out. And visualize the enormous energy of love infusing you reminding you of your value and who you are. And as you blow out, blow out, I am enough. And now let's reach out our left arm today. And as you do, feel now the energy of your divinely inspired body. It courses down your arm circles around your elbow and your wrist and now your palm is hot and you are ready to share your energy with others to create a cloak of love around this planet grab hands with those who are listening and feel their energy not just those who are here now but those who will come because, my friends, there is only time as created by man, not God. Everything happens now. Feel the energy as the first hand grabs yours. Because now we are lifting out our right hand. And feel that energy as each hand connects the right to the left. The right to the left the left to the right and now imagine the earth as a planet with a dark cloak of hate and fear generated from years of teaching people to hate and now imagine a beautiful beautiful exploding power of love coming from each of us and each one of us moves across the earth 
Let's start where Brian and I are in California. Watch our beautiful electric current flow across the Pacific Ocean, touching Hawaii, the Philippines, Tahiti, Australia, New Zealand, Japan, Singapore, hitting the Asian continent, rushing across. Imagine it, my friends, like the atomic energy that we are of love, awakening, sending forth a reminder that love can prevail. Let's cross down in and fill up Africa, the Middle East, cross Europe, cross England, Greenland, Iceland, coming forward, hitting Nova Scotia, hitting Canada, New York City, South America, and we are sending a wave of love. An energy that I would like you to see unfolding like a cloud of fog, inch by inch around the world, enveloping state houses, enveloping homes because the homes empower the state houses my friends if each and every one of us would put down our weapons of war whether they be guns or tongues and would speak love about our fellow man then our state houses would change Let us see an end to fear. Let's breathe in again. Love, empower our thoughts, our manifestation, so that love, not fear, begins to drive our planet. And we can step past the time of Antichrist into the time of love. I say namaste to each of you, which means I salute your inner divinity. Wow. That was wonderful. Thank you. That was absolutely fabulous. And the the picture that kept coming to my mind as you continued on with that wonderful meditation and that wonderful bringing together of everyone in the wonderful warmth of love was that as you realize that within yourself and breathe out and call out, I am enough, it's like a trumpet call to, if you will, um, you know, an arms to, to battle, if you will, but not to battle, but to re- realize who we are. And it's calling out throughout the world. And that's what we did as that wonderful flood of Love went all the way across the Pacific, all the way hitting every home around the world as it came back around to full circle was just a a remembrance of who we truly are and what everything truly is, which of course is love. And we're waking up to that. And that was a wonderful trumpet call for that. That's what I got from that. Thank you so much. Thank you. I agree. I agree, and I think that um, I think that so many times we forget the small parts. We forget that that a painting doesn't get finished all at once. It starts with just a first hit of paint. Is your painting right now? You know that. I, yeah, I was yeah. going to say I could tell you that exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't lay one stroke and it's done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And and the same is true for for everything. It, it's it's one. It takes one step forward, and sometimes you feel as though you you're going one step forward and three steps back. But as long as you go forward in love, and and you invite in God in love to be a part of the process, you invite in the entire energy. You remember that we are all connected to each other, and when we see less in someone else than they are or than they can be, 
then we are seeing less in ourselves because that person is a part of us in the end. And I know that's a little bit woo-woo-woo, you know, because we're all so focused on our separateness on this planet. And and that is, uh, the Hindus would call that the maya, you know, the delusion that we are not one. And the journey, my friends, the karma of life, the dharma of life, is remembering we are. Yes, very well said. And unfortunately, we've only got a few minutes left on the show today. And I, I, I it was one of my favorites, I, I must say. I've been, I really enjoyed this conversation. And I'm getting the feeling that we should uh, continue this conversation next week. Either that or add an hour to this show today. <laughs> I think we should continue it next week. It's interesting you said that because after I finished the um, meditation, I knew that we should do it at least one more time, and I had a feeling we may be doing it many more than one more time. You know, so I agree with you. So next week we're going to talk again about uh, the time of the Antichrist ending and our journey into a new age of love. And you know what, Brian, have you noticed in your in your uh, experiences out there that the word new age uh, is somehow a pejorative? I mean, it's a negative word, and you're thinking, what? <laughs> you know? Um, I guess I have, but I, it doesn't enter my awareness a lot. I mean, I don't use the, the term, and I don't hear it used a lot. But I guess when I do hear it, sometimes it's uh, a negative Mhm. I know. I've I've thought about that, and what's so interesting about it? I thought about it when I was writing down the header for or the description for this week's program. But what's so interesting about that to me is that when you study, as you have, as I have, and as we do, and as we encourage all of you to do, uh, you discover that. There have been messengers such as Brian and I around forever passing on these very same messages. These the very same idea that we are connected, that we can love one another. Uh you know, if you look at the Gospels of Saint Thomas, you know, the Gnostic Bible, um it, it's the same ideas that uh you know Christ didn't need to be superhuman and not have a wife and not have children uh, in order to deliver the beautiful, pure message that came from that man's mouth about caring for one another, about love. And so when I hear people, and I even as I use the word, my guides are suggesting I use it, but I, I did it somewhat tongue-in-cheek because it's not so. This is age-old wisdom. It's not new. It's been around. Uh, Buddha speaks the same idea about living in the moment. The Hindus, full of beautiful, beautiful passages about how we are part of the ocean. And that even though we are divided into waves, we flow as one. Brian, we are coming down to the last minute here. I'm going to go ahead and put on, um, you know, I'm going to put on Earth's Peaceful Cry by Marvin Spinsoner. And um, I'm going to let you say your closings and then I'll say my final goodbye. Well, I want to thank you all for tuning in and listening. And by coming here, not only have you gotten something from it, but so have we. Because as we come together in life, we learn more and more about who we truly are in every situation that we experience in our lives. And I am so grateful and thankful that you have come to help me to remember who I am. And with that, I ask you to build upon what you have experienced on this show and seek yourself out some more inside and look within and see the truth of who you are and become that truth and believe in it, trust it, and you will come to know it. Namaste. Namaste. This coming Friday we're going to be doing Don't Should Not Guide Your Life. And I find that passage compelling 
Do for yourself and others with the purest motivation and no joy. Doing in love is the way. My friends, thank you for joining Brian and I and providing him and I this opportunity to grow in love with you. Peace be with you now. Thank you. Peace be with you now and always. May you know a week of joy. Brian, the final words are yours. Remember to radiate love without expectation. Namaste, Brian. Namaste, listeners. Namaste, Mara. Thank you.